Hey everyone, this is Ryan Wolt. Welcome to the Cheers North County podcast presented by the Coast News Group. This is the very last broadcast of 2020. And my guest today is Elle France, the local tequila entrepreneur behind Cosa Salvaje brand tequilas. But before we get too far, I need to say thank you to Casa de Bandini at the Forum in Carlsbad, who is a new sponsor of the Cheers North County podcast. They are still open for takeout, so you can still get all of the fresh, authentic flavors of Mexico that you love at home, along with some delicious takeout margaritas. The Coast News and Casa de Bandini are teaming up to give away $50 gift cards for some great food and drink. Just follow the Coast News Group on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and then like, share, and tag a friend or a dozen friends as soon as you see the Casa de Bandini giveaway post in your feed. Today's guest, Al France, is a North County San Diego local, who went searching for the thing that made her happy in life, and she found that tequila was that thing. She decided to start her own brand, and then googled, quote, how to start a tequila company. I think for a lot of us, even most entrepreneurs, we have an idea, we google it, and we realize it won't work, or it'll be hard, or that someone else has done it, and then we head back to the drawing board, or we turn on Netflix and watch two seasons of MTV's The Challenge in one day. Elle went the other way, she took a leap of faith to create Cosa Salvaje Tequilas. She has since partnered with country music legend Tanya Tucker. She sponsors a local band, the Swingin' Johnsons, who play all over town. And now, she lives and breathes tequila, music, and bringing people together. I'm really excited to bring you this conversation because Elle's passion for her work, her optimism, and her positivity really come through. And, let's be honest, we all need as much of that as we can get after this year. So, Pour yourself a tequila cocktail, and if you're a multitasker, check out at Cosa Salvaje on Instagram, or head to CosaSalvajeTequila.com to scroll while you listen, because now, it's time for the show. Oh, <laughs> there's, if, there's, if there's not enough technical difficulties, then it's not 2020. That's just my policy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well... That's that's okay. <laughs> I appreciate you joining the uh, Cheers North County podcast, and uh, and I also appreciate you sharing some of this tequila with me. I made myself a cranberry peach margarita for this interview, and I only finished half oh, of it nice. so far. So I'm uh, excited about really? that. Really? Yeah. Are you a slow drinker? I'm not a slow drinker, but uh, I try to to be a professional as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's true. That's true. So you are the founder of Cosa Salvaje Tequila. I think you're based out of Rancho Bernardo. Uh, Rancho, I live up here. No, Rancho Santa Fe, but I, I, I live up in North County. I gotcha. Okay. Um, I yep. was hoping you could give our listeners just a little bit of background on who you are and kind of what was the path that led you up to the point that right before you launched this brand a few years ago. Well, um, I worked at, and I grew up basically here in San Diego, um, worked at no fear corporate and marketing sports marketing for about 11 years. And then I started um, a matchmaking business in Rancho Santa Fe, sort of my own after that, um, which was interesting. Uh, not to say I know much about relationships. <laughs> the whole uh, business is very interesting. And then um, I decided to start my own tequila. I, I actually kind of dug into like, what is the thing that makes me most happiest in life? Or where, when did I have my most fun? And that was definitely my tequila drinking experiences <laughs> and listening to music and 
you know, being in San Diego and going to Martini Ranch down in Encinitas and just the whole thing that went around, along with tequila. Never uh, really got into the wine or, you know, the the classy things that I was supposed to do. I just wanted to, I just loved drinking tequila and the, the effect, say, that it had on me. It, it seemed to be more of an energetic drink, which fits my personality better, but I actually love the taste. And so I decided to start Cosa Salvaje, which actually means wild thing, because I was trying to think of a name that resonated well with what I thought of when I drank tequila um, and, you know, my lifestyle. So um, I was lucky enough to be able to trademark that name. And um, and then it just kind of took on a life of its own. I just basically kind of Googled, really, how to start your own tequila. That's it's really kind of where it went down years ago when I just had, other than consuming tequila had not a clue how to start a brand and then i've just you know going down to guadalajara and and just learning about it i just it was unbelievable experience and now my whole world is tequila and i i couldn't love it any better was there anything was there something in you that's there's some sort of confidence that it takes to say i don't know what i'm doing but i'm going to do it anyways was there once, once you googled tequila how to make a tequila brand what's that now? What do you do next? Well, you know, I was lucky to find someone down there who actually became a consultant. And then it came to, you know, wiring money as far as, because, you know, when you're starting to say, especially when you're dealing with a different country and, and not speaking the language, um, and then you're asked to wire money, it's just, it's basically, you know, taking a leap of faith. I'm, you know, true entrepreneurs, that's what they do. They believe in something and they put everything they can into it and they take a leap of faith. And it's all they think about. So that's basically what I did, really having no idea about the outcome of who this person was or who I was really wiring the money to or anything. It actually turned out we're, we're, we're all basically family now. I mean, there's just so much in this just starting a brand from like, okay, now what am I going to do? How am I going to have a bottle? What, what about the tequila? What What's my palate? What, what, what's my taste going to be? Like, who am I going to, who, what's the genre of, of people that I want to drink it? I mean, it just, there's so much that came along with it. But I think anything in life, if you, it's the steps that you take. If you don't like, say, look at this whole picture all at once, that's where it becomes very overwhelming. But if you just are enjoying this journey along the way and you're actually taking these steps to whatever it is that you need to do, it just all falls into place. And it's it's that thing where you see yourself where you want to be. And that's basically what I believe that I've always done. I, you see yourself there every day. You're working on the steps in order to get there. So I actually think that's really interesting. I, I'm a very wide thinker. And I, as an entrepreneur, I found that sometimes I think too far, too big. And I've always, I've actually ended up yeah. with partnerships because of that, because I need somebody who's more impulsive than me. And so yeah. that's, that's a, a skill set that is more of a personality trait, I suppose, than a skill set. But it's something that people don't think about when they start, start a business, because it, it's very easy to get overwhelmed by just paperwork or what permits do I need? Or how do I know if this is any good? And it seems like you were able right. to to find something in yourself that you said, I know this is the right thing for me. So it's going to lead to a place that I'm happy with. Well, you know, I, th- I think you're exactly right on having it be a, a personality thing because it's like my personality is I'm more comfortable in the uncomfortable. I'm more comfortable with change. 
Um, you know, I'm not comfortable, same old, same old, running to the same people, uh, talking about the same stuff. It's just, it's not my comfort zone. It's, it really is. It really boils down to personality. I did start this all completely all on my own. So that I think was, you know, I didn't have to worry about, say, that partner that you feel like maybe doesn't keep up with you and, and want to change after you get a lot of no's or rejections or you know, the the money that needs to come in and what needs to happen. A lot of people don't have the patience because, it, you know, it takes to start a brand unless you're already somebody. It's, it's very, you know, it's, it's difficult because you're, you're, you're trying to get somebody to convert from something that they love in order to try yours, to believe in your vision and to actually try what you believe in and like it and spread the news. I mean, it's, it's difficult because a lot of people stay in their comfort zone. They, they, they stay with the, the tequila they get, you know, the Patron or the Casamigos, whatever it is, the Cheetos, but it, you know, to get them to change, you know, is something that you really need to be able to, to spread the word and, and your vision and have them believe in you. Well, you mentioned that if it's, if you, if you're already a somebody you had said, and just a minute ago, and that, that essentially you're, you're already, you yourself are already a brand. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier for somebody who's famous to start a tequila brand or somebody who, you know, or a clothing line because people are buying right. them. They're not necessarily buying the quality of the product. And right. that kind of leads me to, I have this, uh, really beautiful, heavy duty Costa Salvaje bottle here in front of me. And there is a somewhat sultry, seductive Tanya Tucker staring at me. So you have this relationship or this partnership with Tanya Tucker, who's kind of part of this this branding concept that you've been doing. You had already been running the tequila company for a bit, and you partnered with her, yep. I believe, last year. She's been a country music star since before I was born. 13. Um, yeah, <laughs> since she was very yeah. young. And for a long time, she has kind of a reputation as being part of the outlaw country movement. How did that yep. connection between the two of you come to pass and and why is she kind of a good representation for what you are trying to, to build here with this company? So Tanya and I were extended family. We're kind of we're kind of connected through family. And not to say that that was easier getting in because obviously she would have to love the tequila. She's a big tequila drinker in order to represent it. Now she's taken this. So the beginning of Costa Savaje was there's girls in the bottles. I was actually one of the girls on the bottles and I did it with these avatars of these creations. I had a designer create girls, you know, on, on the bottles in the back of the bottle had the back of the girl. And then I partnered with Tanya and Tanya's on the bottle now, but she has basically taken this brand on like no other because she loves the tequila. She is, she wears the t-shirts and she, you know, she won two Grammys in January. And she's, you know, from all the media coverage that she gets, like she, she was known as the wild child of country. She, she couldn't be a better, like, partner for this. I mean, we're, you know, when she comes out here, we're great friends, stays here. And the music, I just, to me, I always wanted this in the music industry. I feel like drinking and music, they go hand in hand. They take you away. And that's typically what we want to do. You know, it's, it's that thing that kind of takes you away. And, I, you know, I wanted somebody, when they held the bottle, to, like, take them to that memory where they, you know, where you always want to be. And it's the same with the song that comes up. And that's why always music and drinking to me is like everything. So Tanya has been great. She's, she represents the brand very well. Uh, she spreads the word well, and she's, she drinks it well too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, it's, it's always easier when you love the, 
the thing that you're representing, I suppose it's less of a job then and just more of a lifestyle. I will be right back with L of Costa Salvaje Tequila on the Cheers North County podcast. But first, I want to shout out the San Diego Botanical Gardens in Encinitas. They are currently putting on their Botanic Wonderland outdoor holiday lighting experience, where visitors can stroll through their gardens, which are all lit up in festive holiday lights. Reservations and tickets are required to see the Botanic Wonderland, and they're available on their website at sdbgarden.org backslash botanicwonderland. You can find links in this show's notes. And be sure to check out the garden's COVID-19 protocols, ensuring that you'll have a safe and fun family experience. And now, back to the show. We're talking about, you know, music and drinking, and and I was doing a little bit of research. I tried to to do at least 10 minutes of research before every interview. And I saw that you had made a comment a, a while back about about the goal of bringing people together with music and laughter and dancing and good friends and a love of this tequila. Coronavirus has been fairly destructive to the drinks industry yep. in general. And, and for a brand that really is kind of encompassing of getting together and spending time together closely, how has it forced you to adapt? What have you guys done differently or how has it impacted you as, as the leader of this company? Well, you know, the alcohol industry is actually one of the industries that's actually done well, um, obviously not in the, maybe in the bars and the, in the restaurants, but in the liquor stores, uh, everybody wants to order a bottle of Tanya tequila. We're now starting to move in more states. We're back in Tennessee, Georgia, Louisiana, Colorado. We're just opening up another big, few big states this coming next year. Next, next year is going to be, we're really starting to get in a lot more states. People really want to have, especially like Tanya's bottles. I have different images of Tanya, so they're going to be more like collector's items. Uh, so a lot of people, you know, that order out, right out of Old Town. I also sponsor a local band here in San Diego. They play locally. They're called the Swinging Johnsons, and they play at the venues like they did at the Roxy or the Windmill, and, you know, they carry the tequila at a lot of the places that they play. People want to have the bottle, so it's done well for me because people are drinking more because they're staying home more. So I haven't really been affected that way other than maybe when it was first happening and getting inventory over here from Mexico because they basically shut down the border there for a little bit. It was hard to get to get anything up here. And that's changed now. It's it's become easier since then. That's changed now and I have an extra Nejo coming in that should be here. I'm hoping by the end of the year, which I'll have to get you a bottle of that as well. It's very good. That was um, uh, one of my it's, questions. It's a really cool bottle. Before you were only producing, I believe, silvers and unaged tequilas. Yep, I, I just have a plata right now. The, the silver, yes, I just yep. have the silver. Just different images of of Tanya, but just the silver. So I've gone straight um, to the extra anejo. Skipped the reposado and anejo. Went straight to the to the extra. Well, I am a, a fairly uh, rookie tequila drinker. I hadn't had any tequila in over twenty years until this year. So I've grown during the the pandemic and have been inspired to try new <laughs> things. And so. With yours uh, and now this new one, I have not had an extra Anejo, so I'm looking forward to that. Anything else that we should know about, you know, your brand, about you, the best way to support the brand or to find the tequila? We need it in our own liquor cabinet. Old Town Tequila does very well for me. Seaside Market carries it. You know, the Roxy has a Le Papagayo. But I want to know how you like the tequila. I can tell you that... And you actually need to drink it straight. You actually should drink it chilled and straight. To really understand the taste of the silver. Well, do you have? If you have thirty seconds, I'll go grab an ice cube and I'll do that. I'll do that right now. Oh yeah. 
Yep. All right, hang on one second. I got to open up my okay. fancy podcasting booth here, which is really just the closet. <laughs> You're a closet drinker. I've been fortunate enough to uh, work from home through this pandemic, and uh, yeah. but that, that forced us to get a little creative with how we do things. <laughs> it has with all of us, for sure. So what used to be the closet, I'm pouring this uh, tequila onto an ice cube now in a small glass. So keep the bottle in the refrigerator or the freezer, and then you don't have to worry about pouring it all over the ice, and then it, will, it won't dilute it when the ice melts. You can just drink it right out of there, but to, to me, I can drink this tequila right out of the bottle. All right. I'm just going to stir it up here and, and chill it a little bit. Yep. So what should I be tasting when I when I do this here? Well, the, the main thing is, you know, it's we all have a different palate. You know, there's a lot of people that have all these big taste testers, the aficionados, and, and really with alcohol, people really just go by. I mean, I know there's everybody wants the the prizes and they win these awards and everything, but people really go by what they like. You know, I don't want to tell you anything because you have to taste it and tell me what you think because, you know, otherwise you put ideas in somebody's head and then they're like, oh, yeah. It's what? just, you know, I my favorite tequilas before were the Don Julio in 1942 or Casa Azul. I, I like the sweeter palates. So I was going to say, Elle, this is my show. I want to sound intelligent when I try this tequila. I want people to think that I know what I'm talking about a little bit here. I want you to try it. I'm trying it right now. Oh, it's really smooth. It's almost kind of florally. I don't know if that's just my imagination, but... Yeah, smooth. Definitely, I mean, if you could just add a little lime juice, like Samurai Sushi, the guy, I've gone to that place forever, down off of Loma Santa Fe. He blows out of the tequila there, and he, he mixes it just with, which I like it with, just with fresh lime. Tanya loves it with fresh Texas ruby red grapefruit. She'll get a Texas ruby red grapefruit, cut it in half, and actually squeeze the pulp right in the the juice of the tequila it's it's delicious the less sugar you really add because that's where people come into problems when they have hangovers from drinking all the margaritas they just they're just drinking something it's good it's like a slurpee it's good but a good tequila you should really be able to drink like you're drinking right now like neat and just be able to sip it you know like to do a whiskey that's that's see and i think it's just a fear that would hold me back and and i've done that with uh, a different tequila this year and now with yours, it is, it's got a, a natural sweetness to it. And, um, yep. it's going to be curious. I'm going to, after, uh, we're done here, I'll go back to my margarita and see how dramatic that difference is, which I'm sure will be quite, quite a bit. Anything else that we missed that, uh, that you want to get out there about, uh, about, uh, what you're doing? No, just, just like everybody to, to try it. They should always try new things in life, you know, expand their palate, local, San Diego, it'd be nice to get, you know, get the support. I really appreciate you having me on the show. I would say cheers to you, and I really appreciate you spending a few minutes with with me today. I'm sure that it's been a busy time for everyone. Yeah, and I'll make sure I get you the extra Anejo up there, so then you can try. I certainly appreciate it. You can try that. that as well. A huge thank you to Elle France for joining the show. I love it when you can tell that a guest is really just stoked about what they do. And her love of tequila, willingness to think big and take risks, really comes out in this episode. If you want to get your hands on some Cosa Salvaje tequila, it is available locally in San Diego. At Seaside Market in Cardiff, Rancho Santa Fe Martin Deli, Rancho Liquor in Temecula, and Valley Farm Market in Spring Valley. If you just happen to be near one of those outlets. But, 
If you are like me and you're at home because of the COVID-19 pandemic, you can also get it delivered right to your house. Order online at oldtowntequila.com. Cosa Salvaje has a new varietal, the Extra Anejo, coming out soon. And their Plata, their Silver Tequila, is available now at oldtowntequila.com. The next Cheers North County podcast won't be out until 2021. It's hard to believe that 2020 is actually almost over. We'll be kicking off Season 3, Season 3 of the show, with a very special, very famous, very tired guest. Check it out on New Year's Day. Don't forget to make your reservation for the San Diego Botanical Garden's Botanic Wonderland Light Show at sdbgarden.org. It is a great way to get out and celebrate the holidays with the family while still being able to stay safe and socially distant. That's sdbgarden.org. That's all for this episode and for Season 2 of the Cheers North County Podcast presented by the Coast News Group. Thank you for joining me this year. And a big thank you to the Coast News Group for letting me use their platform to share the stories of interesting people doing interesting things in North County, San Diego, with all of you. Be sure to follow the Coast News on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook so you could possibly win one of those Casa de Bandini gift cards and get yourself some fine food and drink to celebrate the holidays. If you enjoy this show and you want to support our podcasting efforts or just the independent journalism efforts brought to you by the Coast News, consider becoming a monthly supporter. Just click the support button on our podcast homepage directory at thecoastnews.com. I promise you it is greatly appreciated. If you are listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or Spotify, please consider leaving a rating and review, preferably if you've enjoyed the show. It really helps people find a local show like this one. This episode of the Cheers North County Podcast was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is my editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thank you for listening, everyone. Be well, stay healthy and sane, and keep living the dream. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>